guys, Donna Valentine here for Bradshaw and Bryant and a message about how social media posts can be used against you in a personal injury case. It's probably the last thing you're thinking about um, after an accident. But let's face it, these days, people are posting everything that happens to them, good things and bad. But here's the thing. I learned this from Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Insurance adjusters are going to use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve in the form of a settlement. Your social media posts can be, it could be twisted, it could be taken out of context, and that includes both words and also pictures. You've got one shot at winning your injury claim, so be really careful with your post. And if you have been in an accident that resulted in injury, don't wait Schedule a free consultation with Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. You'll find him very easily online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tell him Donna sent you. so fast. I have no idea. We are enjoying ourselves, and we hope that you are, too. Thank you. Thank you to the thousands of you who listen on the podcast. We do appreciate that. Donna and I edit it, so um, we hope that you, if you're ever like, hey, that cut off a weird spot. Yeah, guys, we're not professionals, all right? We're two idiots <laughs> Wait, I'm a who sometimes have to edit. What are you edit. talking about? Sorry. Aren't you a professional if you get paid to do something for a living? Oh, I guess you're right. Hmm. We're all professionals. Huh, you're right, Donna. Thanks, man. This is fun. Um, <laughs> I want to say something. I need to get something off my chest real quick. Okay. I'm ready. What's up with these local high schools and their 8,000 gymnasiums? What do you mean 8,000? I went to a small, private, don't get it twisted, it was a private Christian high school in Pennsylvania that had like nothing. We had one gym that was also the cafeteria that was also where we had chapel services. Huh. It was it was and it was small. It was small, small, small. Okay. Only twelve kids in my graduating class. Steve graduated top ten. Thank you very much. Ooh. I go to <laughs> Chaska High School. And my son had a basketball practice there. Are you, and it said, are you using that on a resume? You graduated top 10 in my class. Why wouldn't I, Donna? Because it's hashtag not just my truth. It's hashtag the truth. <laughs> and there's a difference. And this is both. Okay. This is both. All right. Congratulations. This is objective. You cannot argue with it. Did you get to wear like one of those cum laude? Everybody was cum laude. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, that's great. Okay, continue. I go to drop Grayson off at a basketball practice, uh-huh. and it says court two. It's like, okay. Then the next time he has a basketball practice up at Chaska High School, it says Chaska High School backcourt five. I was like, backcourt five? What? I start walking through. Donna, let me explain. This is new new to me. I don't... Brand new to me, too. Okay. These schools appear to be fairly well-funded. Well... I go in. Nice to know that's where all my property taxes are going to that keep going up every year. Sorry, I blew up. There's a beautiful gym at Chaska High School. Looks great. Then you go downstairs and keep walking, and there's another gym, full size court, another gym. Then you go one door over, another gym, turn the corner, gym, gym, gym. What? Gym. It gets it. it goes all the way up to backcourt six. So then Big Poppy goes out on Friday night because you know how I do at the end of the week. Am I right? After your nap. Grayson had a basketball game 
at, on Friday night for his travel basketballs. It was at Eden Prairie High School. Okay. We go there, drive up. First thing he says is, wow, this place looks like a college. This big bright sign on the outside. Then we go in again. It's got a gazillion basketball courts. They, you get a basketball court. You get a basketball court. <laughs> there are so many basketball courts okay, at these high schools. And middle schools, for that matter. They, it must be a lot of communities going to one school, right? You know how, like, Prior Lake is also savage, right? Savage. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny Depp. Anyway, is I it like that? I think the people is... from Eden Prairie High School, Donna, I think it's Eden Prairie people that are going to Eden Prairie High Does School. Does anybody have an answer? Will you call us? Yeah, well, let me tell you. Chaska, it's Chaska. It's just Chaska? I mean, there could, there's, there's some Not growth Chan-Hassan? out in Carver now. But no, that's Chanhassen High School. And they have their own set of 80,000 gyms. What I just that? can't believe how many gymnasiums there are. It's really crazy. I just didn't, didn't realize how big these schools are and how many... The gymnasium budget, when they build these places, is remarkable. Like, what? they have one theater. They have one weight room, I think. Well, that's... And then 8,000 basketball courts. I had no idea. Are so many people playing basketball? What is up with the basketball court? That appears to be the case, because let me tell you, we started going to these travel basketball tournaments, and they're very fun, um, and there's not a lot of travel involved. We're going to Chan, Chaska, Minnetonka, Eden Prairie. You know, it's kind of in the the general area. But I tell you, we were looking at it, and it was like, oh my gosh, look how many people are here out in the parking lot, and then you go inside, and they have all these different gyms, and there are people at all of these... Different gyms. I'm just telling you, we have so many basketball courts at local high schools. We will never have a shortage of basketball courts. Let's go to the phones. Who do we have? Christine wants to help. Hi, Christine. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing good. Why are there so many basketball courts? Well, you got to think that there's so many. I mean, you talk about Prior Lake. Prior Lake has over 2,000 students in it. You know, so you you have basketball tournaments. You have to raise money, you know, people, we need to raise money somehow, right? So you have basketball tournaments, but everyone's playing year-round sports. So you have volleyball that wants to be used. And there's just, it's just, it comes down to just court time. It's like ice time. It's okay. like baseball field time. Makes so sense. they're all building their own kind of, so that they don't have to go to the Savage Dome yeah. and rent out the space. They can stay in their high school and not get charged and charge people, you know, that type of stuff. So it's just, it's a matter of, it's just need. I mean, think about it. Your kid play is going to start playing year-round something. Christine, <laughs> let me ask this question. Are there, um, it, it's really, it's mind-blowing to me. The first time you see it and you walk past, and you're right, we don't walk past five gyms that are not being used. We walk past and it's a different team is practicing here, a different team wow. is practicing, practicing here. Um what about, you bring up an interesting thing with hockey, and of course, uh, we're the state of hockey, and so there's a ton of that that's happening. Are there a lot of ice rinks, hockey rinks, that I don't know about, that I don't see because my kids don't play it? Um, well, I know Prior Lake uses Dakota, so, and then, you know, you got Shaq. There's not a lot of that, so sure. no, there's not a lot of ice sign. Okay. So that's why kids are getting up at the crack of dawn, uh-huh. 6 a.m., to practice. Yeah, because that's how they so, have to share that I mean, time. Like, Prior Lake has a year-round performance thing where um, they keep the athletes um, fit. So mm-hmm. if you're not playing football during the, the off-season when basketball is playing, they have a fit program 
that they encourage the athletes to continue to keep their performance. Okay, that makes sense. I I think I've just become, Christine, thank you so much for the call. I think I've just become very aware of this whole new world, having gone to a really tiny little school, and even anybody else, right? I mean, if you went to school, you know, 30 or 40 years ago, you're in high school, Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, the, the sports environment is so different. And anytime I see one of these high school teams now, I just think these kids must be really, really good because they they went through all these different iterations to work their way up. And you can bust your butt and you're still on JV. Right. And that's an accomplishment because right. you look around and the competition is really stiff there. And then to get to college and then the NFL and then we start like, these are so the best of the best. It is, yes. it is so competitive, which is both very fun and just kind of wild as we're stepping into it a little bit. It's It's been a new experience for us. We're loving it. Watching these basketball tournaments. So much stinking fun. Really? It's really, I just love watching the kids do what they love to do. So it's very fun in that regard. Um, but yeah, you walk down a hall and you're like, well, look at this. Hopkins Middle School. You've got like six different gyms to play in. Wow. It's crazy. At a middle school. That is crazy. I got to yeah, go. Yeah, I didn't have that. No, you got to stay. I want to go. I just wasted stay. all my energy. We got to study to do. Okay. When we come back. If you found $1,000 on the ground mm-hmm. and no one was around. Mm, very tempting. And there was no video, no surveillance. Mm. Do you take it? Mm. There's a study out about that. I'll let you know what Minnesotans said. And what say you? That when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces, providing energy efficient heating solutions to keep uh, solutions to keep you and your family comfy all year long. They are the highest rated, uh, five star rated fireplace store in the area. They're full service. Uh, no project is too big or too small. They offer free in home estimates. You're gonna love them when you stop by this showroom of Energy Savers Fireplaces. You're a valued customer from initial shopping to the last pieces of installation. They are there to answer your questions and to provide you with the very best experience. They're known for their outstanding customer service and they proudly hold several awards that showcase this, including taking the gold for the 2022 Minnesota's Best Fireplace Company. If you're thinking about a fireplace or if you're dreaming of one, just go to energysaversfireplaces.com or you can stop by their showroom. Your complete fireplace store. Family owned and operated since 1976. They're located off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hey guys, welcome back. I almost said, what's for listening? We're so jazzed to find out what the soup of the day is. Uh, Although I already know I'm getting the entree. It is the chicken fajita quesadilla. And I have long made a pronouncement, no matter what eating regimen I'm on, no matter what event is coming up, that's at the calf. I'm eating it. And I'm eating it today. I can't wait to do eat it. Do you think Donna. you would give me one? No, I'm not going to do that today. Please? No. Pretty please? You could ask for an a la carte triangle down there from from them. But no, I'm not, Donna. I, I really, really love this meal. Okay. Maybe there's going to be a good soup that you'll like because you're wearing your I Love Soup shirt. I hope so. Otherwise, I wasted it. No, it's not a waste. Okay. Let's study. Studies have shown that studies med- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. I'm Donna, and I'm TV Steve Patterson. 
If you found $1,000, would you return it? I think I would. And I will tell you why. If you have ever lost your wallet. Queen. Or a credit card. Say it out loud. You know how desperate you feel. Yes. And need it returned. And the hassle that is involved. I thought I left my wallet somewhere yesterday. Oh, I went brother. online. I started freezing my cards. My bank card, my Amex. Where was it? It was on the floor of my car. Like it fell mm-hmm. by my feet. I eventually got it then unfreezed, froze. Thawed. I thawed everything again. I I would like to think that I would return it. Because I can empathize with not losing a thousand dollars in cash, but potentially losing a lot of money. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Fifty percent of people in Minneapolis, Minnesota said they'd hand it over. Fifty percent said they would keep it. We came in at number twenty one on that list. Uh Detroit, Michigan. Top the list, 62% said, we'll keep that money. Oh, for sure. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Um, overall, 47% of people say that they would keep it if nobody else was around. So almost half of people would just keep that $1,000. Women were slightly more likely to say that they would keep it than men. Donna, on behalf of women, why are you all so dishonest? <laughs> That's sort of surprising to me. Um, the most yeah, honest too. city was Jacksonville, Florida. Really? Surprising. I agree. Um, but you know, yeah, think of this though. So you're saying, all right, if you lost it, just to do an exercise in how we justify things. Okay. If you found it at the mall of America on mm-hmm. the floor, yes, you would go find a mall cop and say, here, this is a thousand dollars that I found. Yes. I would go, excuse me, Mr. Blart found this money. <laughs> So you've already pissed off the security guards. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he'd be on a Segway eating a donut. Okay. So I have a whole thing in my mind. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. He's got like okay. pepper spray, <laughs> handcuffs, silly string, <laughs> a net oh, a from net. a dog. Totally. From a dog keeper. Or what do they call those? Dog, dog catchers. Catcher. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd see a lot more of those growing up. I feel like I did see a lot of them growing up. You don't see them now. I've never seen a dog catcher in my life outside of a cartoon or a fictionalized show or movie. Are they still around? Well, they're. My question is, were they ever around? Yes, I remember seeing dog catchers. People would be like, you better put your dog in your yard. The dog catcher's out there. Really? Yes, but I don't see them now. I know there's like a pound, right? A local holding place. I don't know, like a drunk tank for dogs, maybe. Yeah, there is. Impound. Is it an impound? The puppy pound. Pound puppies, too. Or that was a big ah, thing growing up. Nice. Now, if you found that same $1,000 in the middle of a country road, not a house, barn, or car in sight, hmm. where's your moral compass now? Because it's still not your $1,000. I wouldn't know where to bring it, so of course I'd keep it. You make me sick. (laughs) 
Thank you. But isn't it interesting that context really matters with our moral compass? Yeah, like if I were in the woods and I found $1,000 while hiking, I don't know. The woods is an interesting question. I bet you keep it in the woods. Right? A parking lot you don't, but that's because you think you're getting surveilled. Not necessarily. If you're in the woods and there's no uh, ranger station, what do you do? I don't know. Do you take it to the police department? Maybe. Maybe. I feel like you're trying to trap me. I feel like you're trapping yourself. (laughs) 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 It's just, I think our moral compass, it's funny. You know, Mall of America, wow, this is not my $1,000. Right. Middle of a cornfield, wow, this is not my $1,000. But... Sure. I'm going to keep it. So I'm in the middle of a cornfield. And the person who last had it, they probably left. You did that again for the second time in this show. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. What did I say the first time? You said, I'm a something. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I like black eyed peas. Huh. Do you not want me to say, I'm a bee anymore? Let's hash this out on the air. This, these people are like family. Hang on. Me... It's interesting how people just abbreviate things like I would say I'm going to keep it and you say I'm a keep it I don't say I'm a keep it all the time Donna don't act like in normal sentences I say I'm a keep that I did it a couple times today I was feeling kind of loosey-goosey okay it's coming in with a weird energy today I'm sorry it's just something I noticed thank you you know what that song means. <laughs> what? Friends, no. it's time for us to take a quick stretch break. You do the same. Find yourself a piece of paper no. and a number two pencil. Because when we come back, it's time for us to play Cover Story. We're, we'll hear the same song sung by a variety of different artists. You have to identify the artist. Rocco Clocko. That's coming up next on my talk. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide. Hung out with my mom yesterday. She's still around in her mid-70s. But we do talk uh, a lot about end-of-life stuff um, because, you know, that's what we do in this family. We just we talk about things that aren't exactly the most fun thing to talk about but are worthy conversations. And I'm glad uh, she's told me that she's prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation at Crescent Tide because she heard the radio ads I was making for them. She might be out there listening right now. Hi, Mom. Where uh, she heard that all they do is simple cremation. It's not a big, fancy, uh, stuffy funeral home. Uh, they just take care of simple cremations. They do it at a great price. Uh, it started $1,000. And they're not going to try to trick you into anything. If you want to add things on, you want to have a small visitation, you want to have a fancy urn, you can do that, but they will talk you through it and you uh, won't have to any surprises thanks to Lisa and Verlin and their family-run business. It's called Crescent Tide. They're right here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Check out their Google reviews. Hey! Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun! Woo! little Kiss Um, music for you. So Kiss had their final concert last night, Madison Square Garden. Saturday night, yep. Saturday night, excuse me, over the weekend. Um, was, this was the uh, end of the road farewell tour that they did, wrapping it up at MSG. But after the show, they unveiled a new version of the band, a virtual 
version. There was this video that played of their avatars performing God Gave Rock and Roll to You with Paul telling the crowd, quote, your love, your power has made us immortal. The new Kiss era starts now. Oh, come on. These guys. <laughs> Digital Kiss was created by George Lucas's special effect company uh, in conjunction with the people who did that virtual ABBA show. No word on when those shows will happen, if they do in fact happen. But real Paul Stanley says what we've accomplished has been amazing, but it's not enough. The band deserves to live on because the band is bigger than we are. That's true. Rocco, uh, you watch yes. the, the, the concert. You had buddies over. You watched the actual concert. Take me first to the end. Sure. When this moment happened, your thoughts were what? I think all of us. I mean, I had about eight guys over, and uh, a few of them are guys that I text kiss things with all the time because we're kids of the 70s, and they yeah. were kind of big for us, you know? And then they were cool again when we were teens, and now that we're in our 50s, they're, you know, we wanted to say goodbye and watch the last one, so that was fun. That's cool. I got it. And, but we all have like a love hate thing with Kiss. Like, we're like, oh, they were so great when we were kids. Okay. Now they're so stupid. You know, like, oh, they have Kiss coffins and Kiss toilets. How stupid. <laughs> oh, they, they opened a Kiss coffee shop in North Carolina that closed in a week. You know, like, we just, we think some of the things they do are dumb, even though we have love for them, you know? Right. I would put this in the dumb category. <laughs> really? We all just were like, what is this? It looked like, you know, when did Avatar first come out? Like in 20. 20- 10, 2009? Yeah, maybe 10. even. We were just like, this seems like 15 years too late and sort of uninteresting. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Is it working for the ABBA people? They did sold out shows with the ABBA avatars, right? Yeah. That is true. That's true. I don't what know. was the name of um, Gene Simmons' reality show? Family Jewels. Did you watch that? A little bit, yeah. I, I thought it was kind of fun. Of it. It may, he just seemed really likable yeah. in that. Yeah. I agree. Nice I, I, family. I interviewed him and his son, who's oh, very tall. Oh, here we go. Went backstage <laughs> at the uh, uh, Creative Arts Emmys, and uh, he could not have been nicer and just more like giving of the five minutes that you have with him. Just like very relaxed. And, nice. Yeah, it seemed down to earth. Yeah. What'd you he, guys order pizza or what? We did. It was, how'd you guess? Bro. I'm impressed that you have eight friends. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing was... Uh, it was only 40 bucks, which by KISS uh, standards, that was a pretty cheap pay-per-view. I was, you know, Gene Simmons likes, he was wearing a, a hat with a dollar sign on it for his uh, pre-game interview. Oh. So he's a, he's a guy that likes uh, to raise money on the KISS, uh, you know, raise brand. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, I, I, they, you got to admit, since they're not, they're like 75 and they can't really sing or dance or anything anymore, they had to do something to keep it going. And so... They put those, you know, green ping pong balls on their bodies and <laughs> and did the thing that I felt like I'm like, didn't we do this like at turn of the century? I don't know. But maybe it'll know. continue to advance in like five years from now when you and your eight stoner friends are all longing <laughs> for one more kiss get together right. and a little more za. Yeah. You guys turn on the hologram version. It's not even hologram though. It's really just like on screens. I would prefer them as holograms. Yeah. And I would hope that the vocals that they use for these holo- these uh, avatars are from uh, long ago. Because the Saturday Night Show had its moments, but it also had its like, oh, you're, you're 75, dude, and you can't hit the notes of that song we just played, I Was Made for Loving You. Maybe it's time. I'm glad it's the end of the road. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully yeah. the avatars will have some older vocals to play for their fake selves. 
<laughs> but yeah, they were, you know, I, I, father time comes for us all. You know? Yes, he does. Are you about to go into a cremation commercial? Yes. Okay. I'm Gene Simmons <laughs> for Crescent Tide. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, all right. Anyways, well, that's, that's my hear. kiss review. Thank Thanks you, for Rocco. listening. Do you we want me to you. dial up the yeah, soup guy? Yeah, call the soup guy for Okay, us? I'll do a little bit of this. Donna's Come been trying back, to guess. soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. Donna, do you have some of your guesses prepared for Chef Brian? Uh, yes. Okay. Hope he picks up. Otherwise, I'll tell you. I'm efforting. Uh, bean. Bacon. Okay, I got him. Hey, Brian. It's Brian. Don and Steve from the radio. Oh, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, so Grant, I am Grant. He was down there earlier and told me what the uh, super... I know the entree is chicken quesadilla. I'm so freaking jazzed out of my mind for this. Okay. But... Uh, he said, and I want to make sure, would you say that the initials for today's soup are B-V-P? V? V in yeah. the middle. He put a V in the middle. V yep. like Victor. Okay, okay. B-V-P. Here's, here's some of Donna's guesses, and then you can reveal it. Go ahead, Donna. Um, okay, bacon, vegetable, potato. Nope. Uh, bean. Nope. Veal. Okay. Uh, you did a Bavarian baby. thing earlier. Oh, and then I did a... Bavarian Pinto you offered up during a commercial break. Weird. I thought it was bean pinto. Okay, baby vegetable potato. What's that? What's a baby vegetable? Oh, like the little <laughs> corn on the cobs. Yeah, oh, like sure. a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Is bean in the title? No. Is bacon? No. She has not got. She has avoided this third category probably because she doesn't eat it much. Right. Oh, it's beef vegetable potato. No, beef vegetable penne. Penne. Italian Donna. Hey. Hey. All right, that's what too you, bad. What do you mean that's too bad? I don't eat beef. You can't eat beef. I'm wearing I love I love soup shirt today. And she I does have a shirt have that says one. I love soup. Why don't you just pick out the beef or something? No, be annoying. it's fine. I know. Donna, come on. Just have it. No, I'm It's not, only no. a few things of beef. Nope. Why? No, Is this because we have to do the Christmas party? Maybe. No, it's because I don't eat beef. You just yep. have a couple things of beef. No, beef that's like asking a vegan to drink a glass of milk. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we have to go, Brian, and I yeah, want to come with you. It feels like a YouTube conversation. Yeah, exactly. Bye. All right, we're on the radio. Bye. See you. Okay. Um, our boss, Dan, texted us last week, and we don't know why. He just said, hey, what is, uh, what is, what's Brian's last name? I just responded, soup. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know in the moment. Brian Soup. He kind of is the soup Nazi. Yeah. Not- and you're a soup snob. You have to understand that. I'm not. Anytime he makes chicken wild rice, you tell him that it's lazy, even though it's Minnesota's staple. I'll be better. Thank I you. I want you to beef better. Hey, Rocco, do you watch um, Only Murders in the Building? I gave up after season one. Tell me why. It was, I feel like I saw what I needed to see. Yeah, right? Very generic, <laughs> right? It's just a generic kind of. Why are you show. ending the show like this? I just wanted to know who else agreed with no, me. No, you're trying to hurt me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll keep watching. Rocco, watch season two. Okay, well. Goodbye. Are you really? Yeah, gonna- just yeah. It's just turn that on instead of probably like some Sly Stone documentary <laughs> or something like that. Okay. All right. Bye. Go. Everybody. Um, is Bradley in or is he on a cruise or something? He's it's, on a cruise on a all cruise. week long. It's oh, Colleen. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, yay. Colleen and Don. With, oh, awesome. All right. They're coming in next, you guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. 
Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I am uh, seven, eight months into this, and I'm still right where I was after I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just two months. Uh, doing it, eating foods I like, and watching the pounds come off. It's not just me. I have a, a long sheet here of people like Catherine, uh, my talker, who says, I'd highly recommend MN Fat Loss. I've tried many things over the years, mostly failed. If you follow this, all caps, it works. Clinicians are responsive to questions, and there are many resources to help along the way. That's exactly the experience I had, Catherine. I really enjoyed texting back and forth with the clinicians, keeping me on track, getting their advice, and watching those pounds come off. It could happen to you. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. Go to mnfatloss.com. You can schedule a free consultation. You can even do it over the phone. mnfatloss.com. Come.